0: All
1: right, and here we go on another episode of Sunday Four. My name is Anthony. I'm here on the horn with my cousin As always, catching up on a few things, odds and ends for the week. It is Belmont week, so we have some. some uh, analysis and picks coming up later on. Some just random nonsense to go through for the first part of the show. We'll get into that in just a moment. But first, Ant, how the fuck are you? And what are you drinking? Doing just fine.
0: Uh, I got a nice glass of Cabernet in front of me.
1: Going mm. well, back to the grape. Nice. Back I like to the it.
0: wine. It's been a while since uh, the red wine made an appearance on this show. But uh, I busted it out for dinner and I'm just keeping it going.
1: Good, good stuff, man. Hey, it's good. It's good for you. Drink more of it, pop. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, did you have a? Um, how was your Wednesday? I know you said Wednesdays are kind of tough for you. How was your Wednesday this week? Wasn't uh, you know not too bad. It was nice, like break in the week
0: in between shows, taping. You know on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, I started to feel a little better. Like looking at towards the Belmont. All right. Uh, good, obviously, good. You know, baseball. and NBA hasn't done anything to make me feel better, but I'm just trying to, fo- I'm just trying to focus on this Saturday because I am pretty pumped up just Good. to, uh, just a little bit of normalcy, even though it's probably the weirdest Belmont ever, definitely of my lifetime.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. But, you know, just like Very a fun strange.
0: day of, uh, you know, fun day of betting races all day. You Yeah. Know.
1: Good. Yeah, something to look forward to. It's good to have something on the
0: calendar. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm interested. Well, we'll get into it later. I'm, I'm interested to see how
1: they kind of handle it on TV. Yeah, um, there's no, but there's we'll no talk about, uh, pageantry, yeah, so yeah. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll get into that yeah. later on after we kind of clear. And for, actually, before we start anything, I got to put you on the spot. I didn't even warn you I was going to do this. Oh, uh <laughs> um, Are you aware of a text message you sent to the group this, this morning? Oh shit! No, <laughs> no. There is some wild speculation about what was going on, because you sent. Uh, it was. It was a text message, and it was. It was one of those like picture ones. Uh, you oh, know those... that was me. <laughs> I thought that. Was, I thought that was you. That was not me. Uh... No, it was definitely not me.
0: Man, I just gla- i glanced over it, and I saw like I thought it was you that was getting made fun of
1: to send it. Oh, you thought I? You thought Because I, I was the first one to comment. You thought I was getting ahead of the ball, of the game. I thought, there, yeah, exactly. Yes. self depreciation No, that was you, man. That kissy face thing.
0: That was all you. Uh, I've done that before too. I don't. I don't know how to. I couldn't send that right now if I tried. I have no idea how that.
1: How I spent go about doing that. I spent three to five minutes trying to recreate it, and I couldn't figure out how to do it myself. Like I could figure out how to send one, but I couldn't figure out oh, how to send the. I couldn't figure out oh, send the kissy face. Mine was sending like a circle, circular thing. I don't know why that's fun to send. I don't know. Understand? I don't understand a lot of this shit. But I couldn't figure out the kissy face. Oh, it's you not even. Figure. It's not even here anymore. No, nah, two minutes and it self self destructs in two minutes. Oh, good. Oh, good. Never happened then. Oh, it happened. It's ingrained, <laughs> in, it's ingrained in all our memories, for uh, better or for uh, maybe ill. Maybe I'll just make it a running gag now, every morning now. <laughs> uh, <maybe>. eight, eight, <laughs> the old, the old eight fifty five below the group of kiss. Huh? Yeah, and then that's, meant, that's yeah, what you want your thing to be. That's what your thing. That's yeah, fine. That's what you want your thing to be. Fuck, cool. I was
0: like, wow. I don't know. I don't know how it happened. I, I, barely, I was barely even reading because there was a bunch of texts sent this morning. Yeah, I kind of just barrage, glanced yeah. over it like and gave it a chuckle, like ha, fucking idiot." Sent it. <laughs> no,
1: I had no idea it was me. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, okay. Well, you're still a suspect because we don't really have a clear answer for what happened, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's <sighs> clear up. All right, so let's let's just get a couple of things out of uh, out of the uh, the trunk here. I want to start with. Uh, now, you watched this. I didn't watch a fucking second of the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What were your thoughts about it?
0: Well, I kind of went into it knowing everyone hated it. Because it it's just impossible to avoid all the social yeah. media, uh, just stuff you see, articles read, written online. Yeah. Uh, you know, podcasts that I listened to. I just saw, you know, people posted a podcast the next day talking about it.
1: Did you listen to the uh, Simmons podcast? where We talked about it.
0: No, because I didn't. I didn't li- really watch the whole doc, so I didn't really want to listen to him talk about it. Because, okay. and I know he was shitting on it. Um, yeah, I get what the director was trying to do. Uh, he was he was basically trying to take you back to ninety eight and give you a um, almost give you like you're watching it for the first time without okay. any of the steroid stuff. And I think he says that at the beginning of the doc.
1: A uh, little disclaimer it was, he, about
0: it? Okay. Yeah, he, he kind of – it's weird. He says something about it at the beginning yeah. um, about that. And I'm, I'm not even going to try and quote it because I forget exactly what he said. Uh, just a little weird because, I mean, if you're, if you're going to tell the story of the 98 home run race – it's kind of hard not you're kind of not being fair to the viewer by avoiding the steroid talk. And I'm not yeah. saying you have to I'm not saying you have to spend half the documentary talking about the uh what do you talk about? Them t- those guys testifying in front of Congress in 2005 or whatever that was or the BALCO and I'm not saying you have to spend a whole lot of time on that, but sure. I feel like it has to be mentioned and mm-hmm. it almost it almost glanced over. It almost glanced over that and made Maguire and Sosa seem to be—I don't want to say—I guess—I guess sympathetic figures—is the way to look at it. Kind of just emphasizing how. I good mean, the they, were hero- they were heroes.
1: in '98. They were heroes, man. I and
0: was—I no, had no problem with that at the time because, like, it, it was what it was. Especially coming off the strike in '94.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, f- yeah. It feels. I mean, at the time, I remember not loving it. Because first of all he obliterated sixty one. I mean he beat it he he hit sixty two in like September 8th. First week, Yeah, first week of September, yeah. yeah. Uh and I remember feeling like a little bit at the time, it was like bittersweet, like it was cool to see it, it was cool the marriage family was there and shit. But I remember just feeling like a little bit I just, It just it seemed I didn't like a big like a big bash just it felt like he, he wasn't. He wasn't Babe Ruth. Even like Maris was a different type of ball. Like he's obviously probably career wise a better player. I mean, who knows? I don't know how you rank Maguire because he cheated and stuff. But probably better player for as good as a player that Maris was. Probably better player career wise. Uh, but it, it just felt like a little bit dirty. If not dirty. It just felt. I don't know. It was just bittersweet. Like, it was cool to see. But even part of me, I think, a big thing. A big part was because he was a Yankee. He was beating. Um, part of me was, think- was hoping he would not beat it even as, you know, it became apparent like first week in August that he was going to do it, you know, sooner than later.
0: Oh, it was inevitable.
1: Yeah, no, it was, it was, it, it was like a celebration for at least three weeks leading up, just waiting for, for it to happen. Um, cause he was just so close, so quick, but yeah, I wasn't a huge fan when it, when it happened. I mean, like I said, I was locked into every at bat. Yeah. And the fact that two guys were doing it, it felt like that. It felt that cheapened it too. And this is before anybody knew about the steroids, and then there and then there were rumblings about the andro and shit, and then obviously everything that came out afterwards we all know about. But um, which makes makes it even dirtier in retrospect. But at the time they were heroes. I mean, every at bat was televised. These guys, you know, when when the Cubs and uh, the Cardinals played each other, they, they had their own little like. Weird hand fi- high five thing I, I, I mean like, that's
0: where he broke the record. that's where he passed Maris. who was against the Cubs.
1: Right, and they did the thing where he hit you in the stomach and I was like, that was thing. yeah, that yeah. I admit, even as a twelve year old, I was like, all
0: right, enough.
1: But yeah, I, I, as, a as a twelve year old
0: as a twelve year old I was into it though. Like I have to just be honest. Oh yeah, yeah, it wasn't a thing where like I I was like, Oh, he's passing a Yankee. It was so inevitable that like By July and August, I remember being on vacation in the as a kid, and like coming back from the beach, and the first thing like me and my stepfather did was put on ESPN two, and I don't, God knows what was even on. I don't even think it was a baseball game, but just to see the bottom of the screen to see if like McGuire and Sosa went deep. That day. Like it it was that it was that crazy because I mean that's how you got information back then. There was no smartphones or anything. You had oh, yeah. go but I remember when Maguire came to Shea, like that was must see TV. Yep. You know I mean oh, yeah. being able to turn on the TV and see that. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, it's just it's un- it's unfortunate what happened. Uh, I would I would argue that Maris was a better player than Maguire just because Maguire had no glove basically. He was kind yeah, of a glorified yeah. DH. Just a slugger really kind of one dimensional. Sure, um, sure. He won an MVP. He won MVP. He, won, an MVP, he right? won a Rookie of the Year. I'm not sure he ever won an MVP. And I'd Maris won two. I think. I think Maris yeah. went back to back.
1: Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. Both
0: guys are bo- Well, Maguire isn't getting it in the Hall of Fame. Um, I, even even with Maguire, like take this. Let's say he never did steroids.
1: He won the '98
0: MVP award. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. I thought Sosa won it that year. This. Uh oh! Wait a second. I could have swore they gave it to uh, Sosa just because his t- they made the playoffs. Sound-
1: they- yeah, I just said I, I was. Just, I just googled it and I thought I saw that, but now I'm not sure. McGuire was honored with the inaugural Babe Ruth Home Run Award for leading the MLB in home runs. Although McGuire had the prestige of the home run record, Sammy Sosa. Oh yeah, all right. So it was just I. This, in, like, the preview before opening this, I just skipped over that part. But, yeah, it was Sosa 198.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, you, you've you seen, like, what Sosa looks like nowadays. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I
1: can't. This is oh, they, did they interview ridiculous. Do they interview those guys, like, now? Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Sosa, yeah.
0: I mean, did you ever, did you ever see – I mean, he looks like he's been made up by like a mortician. Yeah, he
1: looks did like. You, uh, did you ever Travol- see what's that Travolta movie, Powder?
0: Yeah, did you ever see the episode of Always Sunny where uh, Frank Reynolds judges the the little beauty contest? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. And at the at the beginning of it, he breaks his nose and he goes to a mortician to get makeup done. And he shows up like for the for the pageant, just like ghostly white. That's what Sam. That's, that's Sammy Sosa's skin texture right now. It's insane. And he's dressed up. He like the what he was wearing was wear like the suit with like a flower. He looked like Dracula, man. It was it's like, that is weird. so bizarre, so bizarre what he looks like nowadays. I mean, I hope he's okay. I hope it's not anything. But I mean, it's been years. Some, now, like... Yeah, his excuse was he uses some sort of. Uh, bl- bleaching uh something on his skin? bleach bleach cream? Yeah, don't
1: use bleach on your skin. I'm that not be, yeah, I don't that know if I'm be, buying
0: that.
1: I I mean if you're if you're not using bleach in your skin but that's the lie, whatever you're doing is much worse. <laughs> I mean I guess mission accomplished if that's what you're using on your skin, right? I mean
0: what else would you be
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah you have to use like coconut oil. This guy's using bleach this guy this guy's wiping, ble- wiping bleaching down... Bleaching wipe- cream is what he called it. Bleaching cream. Well, I guess he's all stocked up for wiping down his groceries. Just use the cream. Uh, yeah. The fucking, uh, fucking cereal boxes.
0: I don't know why... Yeah, I don't know why he'd want to do that. I, just-
1: Maybe he was trying to prevent coronavirus. I Maybe mean, instead of injecting it, he was rubbing it on his, on his yeah, skin. He's
0: got the vaccine.
1: There it is. That's it. Call Sammy. <laughs> I mean, I don't, last I heard, he doesn't have COVID, so yeah. Nope. Um, yeah, so yeah that's, I, that's, that. I, I wasn't real. I mean, I, 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 I thought I was interested in watching it because 98 does, like, I did enjoy watching it live in 98, yeah. but as we got closer to Sunday and everything with baseball going on now, like I said, a bad taste in my mouth. And I just looked back at 98 as another time when baseball had fucked me. And I was like, you know what? I just, I don't want to, I don't want to relive it. Like, fuck those guys. That's, and I just kind of. Didn't, didn't even give it a second thought after like I saw it on Sunday night I was like no nah, I'm not gonna not gonna do it on demand or nothing yeah and then, <laughs> and then and then today I listened to the Simmons podcast and they were talking about it being they, they just like, like it. oh it's like you said like they were talking about it like they're making heroes out of the guys and kind of glancing over the biggest part of it but like I mean that's how it happened yeah. Like there was rumblings I mean I don't want to I don't want to I want to I want to try and be
0: play devil's advocate and like Cause everyone's piling on the director. I get what he tried to do. Yeah. He tried to take us back to like at me as a 12 year old being like hooked, you know, locked into this seeing, wow, these guys are going to break this all time record that stood, you know, for how many years at that point, almost 40
1: years. Oh yeah. there's a story. It's just, it's hard
0: to, it's just hard to tell that story without talking about the negative. And it's like, For people who weren't around like that, for the twelve-year-olds who are alive right now who weren't around then, Mm -hmm. I feel like you're almost doing them a disservice by not telling them the whole story. You know, I don't don't know. I feel like you have to. You feel like you have to touch on it a little. I'm not saying you have to make it. Believe me, steroids have been shoved down our throat. I mean, the most nauseating topic on sports radio is steroids. The absolute pits. Okay. I hate it. Yeah, that is like
1: Hall of Fame talk. I can't stand. Yeah, it.
0: I could actually deal with Hall of Fame talk. I get into like when Frances and Dog used to do that, but steroids—forget. <laughs> I mean, it just just makes me sick. Um, but I, I just feel like you have to touch on it a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, you have to. It's it's a huge part have of the, been the story. First,
0: I would have been the first one to call him out if if it was like a steroid-heavy doc.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I just yeah, because like, you, you, you don't want to overdo it either, saturate you. you, you yeah, because we know the story. story at this point. Yeah. We
0: know Bonds and all them. Yeah. We,
1: know, we know the story. I just feel like it needs to be mentioned. The, <laughs> you know? the, the reason I don't like Hall of Fame talk is because the Hall of Fame itself is so watered down now. Yeah, no, I mean I – mean, once, yeah. once, Harold, once Harold Baines got in, I'm just like, anybody can fucking get in, and I don't want to have a conversation. Because it's a conversation, and I'm arguing against my own standards. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I have my own standards, and there's a cutoff at some point. But I mean, it isn't, it's not re- it's not relevant because they're just going to let anybody in anyway. So it not really fucking. Yeah. It's a fucking museum, and it is <laughs> uh, it's 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 overhyped at this point. As as cool as the Hall of Fame is, I definitely recommend going when it's open again. And you know, if you get in, if you're a player, it's 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 an important moment in your life and your career. Obviously, not to not to uh, water that accomplishment down, but it's just. That's why the conversation just bothers me because it doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah, and you can
0: make a case for anybody nowadays because anybody. Of the, because, of, because of the shitty players that have gotten in.
1: Yeah. Oh, you, can yeah. Make,
0: you can make – a you know, people make a case for Scott Rowland. I don't want to pick on Scott Rowland, but you know, I don't think Scott Rowland's a Hall of Famer. But I'm True. sure in you can point at – like, you can point at five, ten guys in the Hall of Fame right now that probably aren't as good as Scott Rowland. The,
1: it, 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 I'll tell you the truth. It pisses me off, and I think I've mentioned it. I know I've mentioned to you, probably mentioned the show before, but it pisses me off that Baines got, got in, and that Maddonly got got just yeah you know, by the wayside. Didn't even hit like eighty percent or not whatever that is. Didn't even hit like sixty percent. Yeah, and, Ma- and Madden was a much better player. than Much Baines. better, obviously, Gold Glover. You know, he had a five yeah, year yeah. Not, there not, where yeah. he was we one need get of the it. best need, hitters. Yeah. yeah, we don't need to get into it, but he was a much better player than Baines, and that just pisses me off. So the, until Lee gets in, I don't. It's not like a legitimate. You know, it's, po- it's possible he gets in with the veterans
0: committee one day. I mean, he's not going to get in as a manager. Uh, not, to take, <laughs> no. not to take a shot at him, but I mean, he's not. Uh, no, he's, he's, hasn't, he's, he hasn't really had a great go at it as manager. Um, no, it's
1: a different hall he's going to be in for, yeah. he handle, for how he handles the bullpen. Sure. <laughs> uh, but, I, yeah, I, I mean,
0: they, re- they tend to reward those, like, longevity guys a little too much, I think.
1: Yeah, it's a joke, and I can't. I'm not gonna. I don't want to get into it because I'm, yeah. I'm gonna start talking about Craig Biggio, and then it's gonna be all over. And
0: that's yeah, gonna be the
1: whole show is me killing yeah. Craig Biggio. Right, we're doing what we just said we hate. Yeah, I will. I will <laughs> say. I, I do want to say something about Simmons, and I don't like to usually talk about other podcasts on the show because it's like a hacky move. Mm-hmm. But fucking Bill Simmons has been trying to bury baseball for so fucking long. That guy's the biggest. Fake baseball fan in oh, the history yeah. of the fucking world. Uh-huh. That guy will crow and get up on the top of his fucking roof whenever the Red Sox do anything. He'll fucking sit up there and crow about it for as long as anybody listens to him. But then the and look, baseball is fucked right now. They are fucking themselves in ten different ways right now, and they everything looks shitty. Everything looks really bad, and it's going to be a weird year. It might be a very terrible year. I mean, there's ranges of how bad it's going to be. Um, it could be just okay and like maybe a little bit bad or it could be you know, just a disaster so i have no idea but this this year is weird with what's going on so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold it against baseball in the long run obviously in the moment it sucks but this guy his actual name of the fucking show that he did this week was a base, was i think it was like baseball's eulogy or like a funeral for baseball or something like, mm-hmm. fuck, he's been trying to fucking bury baseball for so long. Yeah. And I understand he's, like, honest about it. Like, he's, like, he under, I understand he's talking about how it's a regional sport. Uh, that, you know, it, it's got problems with pace. It's got problems with the next generations of fans. But, I mean, you got to carry the fucking torch a little bit as your generation of fan. Why is it still? Why, don't tell me why it's so fucking bad. Tell me why it's still fucking good. I mean, there's a million reasons to still like baseball. I mean, all the bad shit. I love baseball despite all that bad shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I accept all that bad shit. But this guy, he couldn't wait to fucking bury it. He calls his show a funeral for baseball. Fuck you, Bill Simmons. Funeral <laughs> for baseball. How about a funeral for the fucking uh, – what's the fucking – Eddie Given Tuesday or whatever the fuck it is. I like that <laughs> fucking funeral.
0: You fucking dildo. No, nah, yeah, he's a Fugazi nah, baseball fun. fan. man. I've been saying that for years. Me, he's, one uh, of those, he's one of those Boston guys who when they won in 04, like, that was it.
1: That was it. And that's yeah. something
0: that as Yankee fans, we can't relate to because we, we just want to oh, win I, every year. He
1: loves talking about his war stories now. And, yeah, oh, like, like that. He, and yeah. Yeah. All these like, fuck
0: you, man. Yeah. Go We're to a fucking, fucking Celtics game. Asshole. Yeah.
1: Go, go watch a repeat of 86 Celtics or something. Yeah. Shit. Fucking dickhead. Yeah. yeah try, nah, he's it's... been trying. And, it, and I just like how he's like actively anti-baseball and and he's trying to, ba- it sounds like he's trying to bury baseball himself. Like he wants, I don't know if he wants to be just right and be like the first person. So he could say in 10 years, like, yeah, I told you it's going to go the way of uh, boxing in the early 1900s. Like I told yeah. you, I told you, I don't know if he wants to just do that or what, but either way, go fuck yourself, man. As is coming from a guy who, you know, I watch mostly Yankee games, but I'll, I'll, I'll fucking put, you know, the, the big holidays. I always got all the games on Sunday night baseball. I always throw it on. Yeah. Like it's, It's always got it on the house,
0: man. Yeah. I mean, you are, I mean, we are kind of a dying breed of baseball fans. Unfortunately, I like, I have to admit, uh, but but but... he's never, he's never been, I I don't, I've never considered him. I I didn't really know him as know him. Like I know him, but I didn't really even read a lot of his stuff like pre Oh four. But I just, I've never, since I've been listening to Simmons really considered him a baseball guy. He's the biggest, he's 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 the fakest fucking baseball fan ever. Yeah. You know what I mean basketball, yeah. yes. Football, oh, yeah. yes. Baseball, no. Nah, he doesn't have football.
1: a clue. He knows he know, uh, I wouldn't say he knows well, how to gambler, but he, though. He is, he knows he is how a to, gambler. He, you know? he knows how to talk football, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a very good gambler from what I, from what I've Yeah, seen. well no, I would
0: I would love to have seen him in the eighties during Patriots games if he was locked in. But as an <laughs> overall like football fan, I think he does follow the league pretty well and you know, he likes to gamble yeah. on it.
1: Uh, yeah. But baseball I, I, get
0: lost.
1: No. Nah. I mean, that's his best show is the guest of line show. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I mean, he, fo-
0: he follows.
1: yeah his, you know. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know he's locked in. I'd, mm-hmm. I just, ah, whatever. I just want to tell him to go fuck himself for that baseball shit. This fucking pisses me off. Yeah, no, I do.
0: that. I preach to the choir. Obviously, I, I've always, I've always called him out on his baseball bullshit.
1: Always. Um, but whatever. Before- I'm the
0: same. I'm the same way with the NBA. He would probably hate my takes on the NBA. So.
1: Yeah, but you also have to see the NBA. Like I understand what you feel about it, but people love the NBA. Oh yeah, they love like, it. Yeah, like people love the the, the new style, running, gun, shoot it up. Like I, I, I wish there was more defense. I wish there was more I, physicality to it. But I
0: got to uh, say this. I got to say this. When I was, uh, when, I, when I was sick, and even when I wasn't sick, I, I I've caught some of these old basketball games on. Yeah. Uh, I, wish I, could, I wish I could give you a specific one. Um, some in the 90s, like late 90s, early 2000s. I think one of them was Toronto and Philly, uh, Game 7, Vince versus Iverson.
1: Yeah, okay. So, oh, nice. it was, yeah, they,
0: yeah, they went to the finals against the Lakers, so it was 0-1. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And, like, people I, – I, I love the people – and Simmons probably falls into this category, but I don't know. I love the people who like to point to the '90s. It's like, oh, it was ugly basketball. That it was a watered-down league. It was terrible. I sat there. Okay, I'm not saying the talent was any better or worse. I'm not going to argue that point. But I've sat here and I, because I'm so goddamn bored. And you know, if I have to watch one more television show or movie, sometimes I just want to put a game on. Man, before I came on, I was watching uh, Jeter's first Jeter's first opening day. It was great. Okay. Oh, it was great, man. Hearing Rosuto talk about him. Great. But let me get back to this point. Wait, opening
1: day Cleveland or opening day at home? Cleveland.
0: Oh nice. All right. Rizzuto talking about him, like in his first at bat. Like, oh, that he
1: goes nuts for that dinger. Rizzuto. Yeah, and he strikes out
0: in his first at bat.
1: <laughs> oh, does he? But just hearing Rosuto
0: talk about him, how he's like, oh, he's gonna be good. He's a mature kid, so much more mature than I was. My <laughs> when, when I was twenty one. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, I, I'm, I've been watching a little bit of these old basketball games, man. And I remember the Vince Iverson game. I remember watching that live. Okay. People who like to say it was, like, boring and the offense was bad, I made a point of really, like, paying attention during these games. Every time the ball was taken to the hoop, somebody would – I'm not going to say they were knocked on their ass, but there was contact made. There was a foul of some sort. There, there was no easy baskets.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. Completely
0: different to what it is today. The three pointers are one thing. Well, I'm talking about like the, you know, the layup line in these games. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sorry if I like like the old, I turned it around. I'm see, I flipped the script. I'm shitting on his sport now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If, I'm sorry if I like a little bit of defense. And I went back and watched some of the, maybe because they were intense playoff games. So it was a little bit different.
1: There, oh, was, yeah. there was
0: no easy baskets, man. And I know maybe yeah, It wasn't as... was was game seven, <laughs> of course. Yeah, well, there there a was a couple other games I watched too, man. There were some Pacer games I watched because that's all they're playing on these networks. You know what I mean? ESPN, NBA TV or whatever. They're just playing old games.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I like, but I, I, did, like I that loved it, basketball. I loved it. Yeah.
0: I, don't yeah, like I had no problem with it, I,
1: man. I it, was a little more, uh, it was a little more fast and loose these days. I feel like then it was a little more maybe because the guys were a touch less athletic like a touch right they didn't like the whole yeah. league hadn't caught up to where they are now, so it was just it's it, it's a lot faster now um I don't know i it, I think it's just kind of with the maturing of the athlete you get you get these changes in the sport i mean look at you look at all sports, they've all gotten faster. They've all gotten more powerful. Like, look at football, how that's changed over years. I mean, look at baseball. Like as all... I feel like the rule changes have affected
0: football more than the actual modern-day athlete.
1: Ah, come on, man. I mean, look at the players from the 70s and, the, and, and look at, like, compared to today. It's crazy. Oh, like, yeah, they have, no,
0: Definitely.
1: They have, I'm they talking
0: have, about, like, the softness have, of the game.
1: They have guys on the O-line now that weigh as much as an entire O-line in 1972. Like, yeah, but I'm talking cool. about, like, the softness of the sport. Yeah, no, there's a lot of rules. I mean, I think it's because you got to protect the athletes a little bit. There's a little bit of of kind of looking out. You can't have be too physical because then you're going to lose too many guys and big guys are going to go start going down and stuff. So you got to kind of protect them. I get why they do some of that stuff. Some of some of it's egregious. Just just like we want more offense. Like the fact that basketball, you can't you know hand check anymore. Yeah, that's like that's not protecting anybody. That's just to make it easier to run an offense. Um, that I don't like, the, and they, I mean even even now don't they? There's certain rules like when, when you hit the rim, it doesn't go back to 24, it goes back to like 15 or something, which just is just trying to get more and more shots up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is why the 24 second clock was invented in the first place was so teams wouldn't hold on to the ball uh, and avoid offense.
0: Yeah. Basically. So
1: I mean they've they've been doing that for years, just trying to find more excitement in these sports. So if you grow up in a certain era, of course, you're going to want to see. Those, so you're that... blaming
0: millennials, basically, for the change in sports, is what you're saying.
1: No, not at all what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I do not even know how you swung it that way. I don't, I don't know. know it's not that's what... the way I heard it. Not... <laughs> oh, man. Their attention spans, they can't get away from their iPhones.
1: That's, every, that's everything, though. That, that shows happened long before millennials yeah and the only only game that's ever well even with baseball, like baseball's become bigger, faster and stronger, but it's just it's also become longer for some reason they cannot figure out i mean it's all advertising this cut out yeah. of call commercials, but I mean there's the one thing they can't figure out is how to get those games shorter, and it's a pain in the ass, man, it sucks, but uh you know it is what it is until they figure it out um just keep the guys in the fucking batters box that's what we need to do get the ball back. Don't let the pitcher roam around the mound to get it back. And that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. No Mar- so, Nomar's fault with the batting gloves. You blame it. I 1000% I, I, I blame Nomar Garcipar. Yes, yeah, it fuck. Is, it's definitely his fault.
0: Definitely Mr. Miahan's fault.
1: Keep, <laughs> keep the guys in the box. That's what she said. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 keep, the guy, and keep pitchers on the mound. Don't let them fucking wander. Everybody, yeah. else has, everybody else has to stay in their fucking position. You don't see center fielders going all over the fucking place. Why is it you not know, just fucking get in there? Dig in and let's go.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a lot more hot dog and stuff like that. Especially when you go back and watch
1: the old games. Yeah. That's why, I don't mind the hot dogging that much. Like, If you're going to hot dog, just be, you can't cry if somebody pegs you in the ribs next time. Yeah. That's it's,
0: all. It's just more, yeah, it's just,
1: yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, again, yeah, back to what I said at the beginning. Like For all its, for all it's faults, baseball is, you know, to, to actively be sounding like you're rooting for it to die, just so you could be right. You go right the hell. Let's right. go. Let's, just, get
0: fuck, let's, get, let's, let's get in the Let's get.
1: Let's let's get the fucking field. Seventy games. Let's go. Yeah. Eh, we'll Sixty-five see. games. Sixty games. Meet in the 20... middle. Sixty-five. Let's go. Meet in the nine, middle. Nine, Nineteen games. Everybody makes the playoffs. Let's go.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I can't even. I can't even get into that shit, man. <laughs> fucking NBA. We're fucking NBA now. You're gonna be losing records in the playoffs.
1: That's that's fine. It's fine. Just give me fucking baseball. I know. Shit, I know. Please. I can't.
0: I can't complain about that. I'll wait until they're back on the field. Then I'll complain about it.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> now let's uh, unless you got something else. Let's do a restart. We'll come right back uh, with the Belmont. No, I'm saying. good. I'm r- I'm rambling. I didn't. I didn't plan on getting into any of that. So I'm good. <laughs> that was, hey, That's the wine has gone to your head. That's great. All right. We'll yep. be right back. We'll be back in two seconds.
0: All right, we're back. Sunday poor, second show of the week. Um, we're just gonna get right into it. This Saturday, gonna be a little different. Always a day we look forward to in June. Usually it's the first or second Saturday in June this year. do we got the third Saturday. Whatever. Uh, Belmont Stakes. Uh, I don't. I don't really know what to make of it this year. You, you know, I'm excited for it. Am I as excited for it? as I would be in years past? Probably not, especially usually the Triple Crown horse going for it. Uh, obviously, the OTBs around here aren't open. Thank you, Ned Lamont. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I swear that's as political as we'll get this show. Um, hey, you
1: know, here's the thing, though, with the Belmont, you know, usually if, if it's exciting if there's a Triple Crown winner. Sometimes, if there's not a Triple Crown possibility, it's a little bit of a forgotten race. I mean, you you're always kind of, you're, it's always on your radar. You're gonna be watching, but if there's no triple, no, no triple crown threat, you're, it's kind of like, oh yeah, it's the Belmont. It's not exactly, it's, not, it, it it's not the anticipation of uh, a right, triple crown. Yeah. run No, but which, I, I
0: think maybe because it's in New York, it's kind of like oh, yeah. right, no, it's, you know, it's, it's, an it's hour still, away. You always know people a who event. are
1: going to it. It's still a big event. It's always packed. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. But um, I think I, I think that's why I think this year it's it's exciting because it's the first. Because we haven't had anything to look forward to, like you said before. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's just, a big let's factor, just, Yeah. Let's yeah, let's just see what the what these horses gets shorter this year, um, because usually it goes like an order where you, get, where, uh, Churchill Downs, uh, Kentucky Derby is the shortest, and then Preakness is a little mm-hmm. bit longer, and then longer for uh, the Belmont. Uh, Going to stretch these horses out, but um, yeah, I guess it's a the, mile and an eighth this year. I think I read. Yeah, and I think that's usually that what,
0: uh, usually like a mile and a half. I, I don't know exactly. I know it's the longest one. I don't know the exact distances.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't have the distances either, but yeah, yeah. It, is, it is, it is different. I'm yeah. Sure. I don't know. As, sure.
0: as a gambler, I've always gotten excited for the Belmont State, which is why I'm, I'm obviously talking myself into this one. There's still going to be something to gamble on,
1: you know, still get the juices flowing. You'll still have a great undercard. You and know, Belmont's, home, probably my... I was say Belmont's probably my favorite track. Just, no, not the race. It's the track itself, like the bet. Like Belmont, Saratoga, and Aqueduct. Are like, and the, I like the ones that try to you there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Those are mine, too. Belmont yeah. and Saratoga. Uh, yeah. Yeah, of, of the three Triple Crown races, the Belmont has been – the Belmont's been my best bet to hit – You know, my, been my bread and butter in terms of hitting. Oh, right. Uh, oh. I've, I've never hit anything on the Derby in my life. <laughs> anything. And the, and the Preakness maybe once. So I really don't have much to... You know, did, you collect,
1: did you collect on that bet? What's that? I think you won one time, but I don't know if we went back and cashed our tickets. In. Oh, at the Preakness,
0: right. Ichabod <laughs> Crane, yeah, 2008. <laughs> yeah, go back and look that one up. We had, we had him to show. Uh, Big Brown, that was the year of Big Brown.
1: We found out the next day that we won.
0: We did. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd forgotten all about that. I, I, I didn't even put that in my notes. uh yeah the uh, the yeah the belmont has always been like last year i had a good belmont uh the the year american pharaoh won i had the trifecta so there's been Mm -hmm. something about the belmont and, and saratoga too even though it's not one of the triple crown races i've always actually done better with the new york tracks too i don't know why maybe i know the jockeys a little bit more yeah oh yeah um but yeah, I mean, I've also had some bad beats at Belmont too. But the Belmont is the race that has always stuck out to me. I always remember the, the good time, the good times, and I remember the bad ones. Um, in two thousand, you got to look this up. I had two horrible losses. I had to look this up today. Twenty fourteen. Okay. I had I had the Castellano horse. He was twenty eight to one,
1: and he oh, got no. he
0: got nipped at the wire. 28 to 1 with a cat with Castellano, yeah. And then in 2016, uh, it was the same situation, man. I was there with a buddy of mine at Sports Haven, and I had, to, <laughs> I had talked up this horse, Destin, wasn't it? Number two horse that year, all right. I don't think there was okay. a triple crown chance that year in 2016, it was the year after American Pharaoh. Mm. Uh, the, the horse was, I believe, 8 to 1. And we put a lot of money on this horse to win. I mean, we just we just put our chips all in on this. I don't even know if we did any exotics.
1: And he got nipped by at like a by a twenty six to one horse at the end. And hey, let me ask you something here. Let me get a little bit inside your brain right now. If you if you have if you can do this in like two three oh, minutes, buyer, What there. is so you were <laughs> you you said you you were high on this horse, Destin, in two thousand sixteen. Uh-huh. Yep. What what goes in like what's your, what's your do you have like a method? Like when you handicapped? Are you looking at like speeds and stuff of past races? Like do you get that into it? Or are you or is it <laughs> nah, a little I, less it's, it's involved. more I,
0: it's more the jockeys. I don't really get that deep.
1: Yeah, Castellano yeah, you're, you're, Castellano was on yeah.
0: both of those horses. I just mentioned that I got clipped uh, Yeah, like big Castellano guy, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, there's you. other okay, jockeys, so too. It's not just him. Like, Joel Rosario is going to be um, riding yeah, the horse in this race.
1: The Ortiz's, yeah. One the Ortiz's, Ortiz's are right, good. Yeah. Yep,
0: the Ortiz's both have a, a Belmont Stakes under their belt.
1: Yep.
0: Um, John Velasquez, another one. He's been around for a while. He's got two Belmonts under his uh, belt. Castellano actually never won the Belmont.
1: This might be not. his year to do it.
0: He's got, uh, uh, yeah, he's got two pre-fistries, and that's it. He's got,
1: he's got a 15-1 to 1 this week. He does. This might he be, does. I don't know if it's going to be his year, you know, but this would be the year, weird year, starting first. That, everything's kind of, you know, Yeah, I, you, know, you know what, Hor- I love the uh, the horse, Charlatan. Were
0: you familiar with that horse at all? No. That horse won the, I want to say the Arkansas Derby, which happened on Derby Day. It was originally supposed to be Derby Day. Okay. May, May 2nd, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh it was, that horse was three for three, three wins, like three kind of blowout wins. And, uh, th- I mean, that horse looked almost unbeatable. And I, and I was coming into this race, uh, and I think Obviously. that horse was going to be the, the favorite. Or maybe it was uh, going to be like 1A and 1B with this uh, Tis the Law.
1: Oh, uh, this is the one that got hurt, this horse? Sean. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, ankle
0: right. or the hoof. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ron has uh, last week. Yeah, uh, And I was going to come into this race finding a way to bet that horse, even though it yeah. may have been the favorite. Now, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 this is glass half full approach. I don't mean to be too optimistic. I think we got a chance here to make, you know, make a big score if you, if you can All pick right.
1: the right horse. Yeah. I'll, I think
0: we got a chance. I think... <laughs> <laughs> my, wow. so my, my point being, I don't think Tis the Law is as overwhelming a favorite as we think now, the the numbers kind of say otherwise. You know, the horse is two and zero in twenty twenty, five career starts, four you know four wins in one show. So I mean, the horse looks good. But I mean, a lot of these horses have good numbers. They're in the race for a reason, you know.
1: Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of horses that I I could talk myself into on Saturday. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, and I, and like I said, I usually just go by the jockey. I'll look a little bit at the numbers, but I try not to dig in too deep because then you just start. You just start playing games with yourself. You get inside your own head. You start looking at, you know, you look way too deep into things. Just, you know, find a horse, play a few exotics, play people's birthdays, you know, just have
1: fun with it. You know, don't go too <laughs> nuts.
0: You know, you got, yeah, you, you know, you got, uh, you know, your
1: phone well, number you get those, or
0: something. You figure, got those, hard-
1: you got those, those uh, hardcore guys that are there. And they are like, I mean, I have friends who track, to look at the times and go back and shit and look on those books.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, I do a little I, of that, but I try not. I try not to go too deep. I feel like you just outsmart yourself when you do that.
1: I think that's more if you're there every day. If you're just going like on a weekend for a little fun, that's probably the thing to do. What you're saying, but if you're there every day, you gotta have a little bit more. Oh no, no,
0: no! If, if I mean, those guys are basically trying to make a living doing. That's different. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't be playing people's fucking birthday. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> You got to do a little research, a little homework, you know. <laughs> Doc, come the eyes, on, cross the T. Come, <laughs>
1: <laughs> come on, Aunt May. Is <laughs> a um, horse? No, it's my aunt's birthday. Please. yeah, six six nineteen. is her birthday. Let's go cool. yeah. six one nine. <laughs> well, last year, actually,
0: believe it or not, was probably my best uh, my best score for Belmont. I had it was Joel Rosario was on the winner. He's on like a twelve to one horse. Oh. I had the win bet and the exacta. So Belmont, I'd say I say I go in kind of cautiously optimistic on Belmont Derby Day. I go in, you know, throw a lot of money around and expect not to see it back because I never have Belmont. Yeah. I'm a little more, uh, I don't know, just something, maybe because it's a local track, I have a better feel. Maybe I don't it's know.
1: It's a little more wide open. Yeah, it's a little more wide open. The horses are a little more like more leveled off. I feel like it usually at at the Derby it's set for whatever the, whatever the best horse is, is going to win. Yeah. Like, I, these heavy favorites kill me in, in these, in these races. Like I just can't. Yeah. Like I, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather bet three races before the big race than the actual race. I get, it maybe is because I get in my head a little bit because you hear so much about the horses, like leading up to it right. and you can, I, you know, like I said earlier, you could kind of talk yourself into any fucking horse. So you it's yeah. just, I, the, little, I mean, they've all seen to, they,
0: they've all seen the winner's circle at one point.
1: I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They've all seen it. Uh, but yeah, it's easier for me to go, you know, look at the third race or something with, and, and go by like you said by the jockey, and just try and find odds that I want to play. Like, okay, I think I could win those. I could think I could win with those odds, kind of thing. Play, play, play it that way.
0: Yeah, I, I usually, I, yeah, I mean, I go by the jockey. There's jockeys I like: Rosario, Castellano, Velasquez. Just like three off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have much else to really give you analysis-wise. I mean, uh, I do mean, have up... any...
1: go ahead. No, I was gonna ask you about if your... you, you have any picks that you wanna. Yeah, i are
0: mean, thinking about, about a pick. Um, you know. Last week on my uh, gambling site, which is totally legal, yes, <laughs> I had I saw Farmington Road, which is the horse we just mentioned. Castellano was on; could be his yep. first one, and mm-hmm. I could I could have gotten him at twenty five to one. Okay, but I didn't want to necessarily lock it in because you know there was a lot of time between now and you know Saturday, and what if the horse scratches or gets hurt? Like I don't know if you're getting your money back with a bookie, yeah, where you would at yeah. you know, T V. Now he's at fifteen to one, and I, I, I have a feeling he's going to get bet down because Castellanos on him.
1: Yeah, for sure, you're going to see him get to the probably eight, yeah. seven range, something like that. Yeah,
0: and I, and I looked at see this is where I get in my head, and I do too much research. I looked at the the numbers on this horse in yeah. 2020. He's uh, he's made four starts, one win in one place, and then obviously two other races where he didn't finish in the top three. And then in fourth at the
1: Arkansas fourth of the Arkansas Derby
0: was he okay and then in in six career starts he's got only one win and two second place finishes so it's like his numbers don't match it's almost like this horse should be more like a 30 or 40 to one but because of the jockey
1: yeah you know. so now I I
0: start thinking like is it because of the jockey is there something I don't know and like putting too much into this Castellano had COVID it could be a hell of a comeback story (laughs) see you start playing games now mental gymnastics it's like what do I do
1: I'll give you one more. Yeah, Farmington Road, fifteen to one, and that's a Todd Pletcher horse. Yeah, Pletcher. Doctor yeah. doc, 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 Post is also. That's he's uh, another Todd Pletcher horse running. He's five to one with Ortiz with Irad Ortiz Jr. on. Right. So. That's that's probably the more likely horse. But you know what? I always, I always and I always I don't I don't like when there's I don't have any stats to back it up. I don't like mm-hmm. when a, when a trainer has two horses going in the same race. And a lot like of this. and a
0: lot of times they do Pletcher and like Bob Baffert.
1: Yeah. A lot of times. They yeah. Do. See, I used I to like, think that too. Like.
0: Like three horses, like, oh, don't bet the two long shots. It's probably, they're going to
1: line it up for,
0: you know, the favorite. Right,
1: they're they to run it. Yeah. They're they to run. A, but I'm
0: pretty sure, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen though, in the past, that theory kind of getting, gotten blown up. I wish I, I wish I had done the research and come up with a couple races.
1: Shit. So you're saying don't bet Dr. Post.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. See, I don't know. I think I'm going to try and stay away from Dr. Post. Cause I think he's going to end up being the second favorite kind of overwhelming yeah. yeah famous you know popular yeah. jockey it's a pletcher horse i mean who knows he may come in it's just uh i think there could be i mean i'll give you the horse i like I, Farmington road was the horse i liked at first and i'm probably just to be safe uh, it's a little bit of a pussy move but i might throw a little bit on just in case because he was my first instinct sure but man. the number three horse Max player who's opening at fifteen to one, who I don't expect to go off at fifteen to one. I think he's going to get bet down too. Mm. Um, Joel Rosario's on him. Like I said, I hit the Rosario horse last year. You know, Sir Winston. He was twelve to one. Um, also, should mention I got engaged last Belmont, so just in case, I don't <laughs> think my, I don't think she'll listen to this. Uh, I
1: don't
0: think she'll listen to this show, but just in case, I had good karma on my side last week uh, last year, you know. <laughs> um no but what what changed my mind on this horse and i was never against this horse but when i started doing a little bit of a deep dive max player 15 to 1 mm-hmm. first of all let's give you his stats quick he's 1-0 in 2020 he won the only race he was in and he's got three career starts two wins one place so you know pretty impressive like a lot of these horses are obviously yeah but what i did mention when I, when i looked at who uh, his sire is, which is father, right? Sire, dam's mother. Is that how it works?
1: Sounds sounds right.
0: We're going with it here. His yeah. sire is Honor Code, which was a, oh. a very uh, popular horse with me. At least I used to always bet on that horse. Um, I, I bet on that. That was actually a Castellano horse too. Castellano used to ride Honor Code. Um, mm. He, I used to, bet, I bet Honor Code. I think in Saratoga races, um, Belmont. Wherever, wherever it was, one of my horses. So now it's like, ah, oh, how do I not bet this horse? You yeah. Know, as soon nice as I saw idea. honor code, up. it's like,
1: keep it in the family.
0: Yeah, and one of my, you know, one of my jockeys that I like is on him Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah the, the, I mean that that's probably going to be my pick that I throw the most money on in terms of a win bet.
1: Max Max play. player.
0: Yeah, that's my uh, that's my pick with very minimal research.
1: Think. <laughs> hey, that's what you do. That's, that's what you hit. That's I didn't do much
0: last year either. I didn't do much last it? year either. You just got to take a shot, find a jockey you like, and uh, that's
1: it. I uh, yeah, I think. Well, the I think the uh, second favorite right now is Sole oh Okay,
0: yeah, you got the and Luca Panichi on him. Yeah, which I've <laughs> was like nothing. kind of a new jockey. I think
1: nothing about nothing about either of these. Nothing about the horse. Nothing about the jockey. By Soli Volante means "Flying Sun" in Italian. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's that's got that's if you're if you're gonna bet names, yeah, I mean, that's it's, how it's, go it's with.
0: another horse with an impressive resume. You know, six career starts, four wins, one place, one show. So the, the horse it, definitely.
1: I, <laughs> I think I think I, I think I like him because he he raced and won the last Wednesday, ten ten days off before this, before the Belmont. I, I think I like that. Is that you like you like that like uh I like that he just raced in one I think a yeah, momentum rhythm. momentum yeah. right yeah. right right okay yeah. 10 days seems really short but I yeah, I probably it's probably the dumb thing to do but I I like that That might be a good reason to bet against him too so I mean it's just all Yeah um, I don't
0: know I I Yeah I think I remember seeing that horse I've seen that name before so that makes sense where do you know where he ran uh, no, I
1: don't. It might have been at Belmont. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's true. Belmont's been open for a few weeks now. Um, I can look it up real quick.
0: Yeah, other than that, uh, I don't know. I mean, you have John Velasquez on the one horse. Velasquez is always a good jockey. I always get burned. I, I, I never take the uh, the one horse. I always get burned taking
1: the one horse. Yeah, it's tough in the rail. You get boxed in early like that, you can never recover, and you're you're fucked before, uh, before you even get started. So,
0: and I'll give you another, I'll give you another thing about um, honor code. Uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't actually bet on this horse. I didn't profit off this horse, but I gave out for the Santa Anita Derby, um, which was I don't know two weekends ago maybe. I, I don't even know. Uh, the horse that won was Honor
1: AP, which is another – what do they call it? A foil, 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 foil? That's the kid, yeah. Sounds, yeah. That sounds right also, yeah. I think you got all the terms right. I, I, yeah. I can't, <laughs> I I gave, can't say there. You got the you know the right uh, – you match them up. No fact-checking,
0: no fact-checking. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, no, so I gave, I gave out that – that's the horse I gave out for the Santa Anita Derby because of Honor Code, and it came in.
1: So it's just like there's, oh, won- there's
0: so much lining up that I feel like, how do I not take Max Player?
1: Yeah, it sounds like it's gonna be your guy. It sounds like it's your horse.
0: And I have to sprinkle a little bit on Farmington Road only because I had the potential to take him. Yeah, you want to make it. even though there. I've kind you of talked, I've kind of be... talked myself out of it. But you know, Castellano and like the fact that he had like you want to have could something just, on him. You could just picture it, man. You know, jockey had COVID. <laughs> you know, I all those all those feel good stories, man. I, I talk myself uh, into. I'm looking up honor code right now. Uh, he won, let's see, he won the Whitney Handicap, which I'm pretty sure is a Saratoga race. He never raced in the big, uh, he never, I'm pretty sure he never raced in the big, any of the Triple Crown races. Um, okay, so he won the Whitney Handicap, and he beat Liam's Map, which was a good horse that uh, won a few big races, and Tonalist who is the horse that I just told you in the 2014 Belmont beat yep, yep. commissioner. So, I mean, this was a good horse. Um, looks like he used to run at Saratoga, Aqueduct. Uh, oh, okay, here it is. He was considered a favorite for the 2014 Kentucky Derby, but he got injured. Um, uh, okay. So he was sidelined right. for most of 2014, and he never ended up running at any of the Came
1: uh, back at back the end of the summer, I
0: see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, what a, what a story.
1: <laughs> Talking myself into the movie right now. It's <laughs> yeah, I think we're all gonna be putting money on Max Player now. Wow,
0: I did not realize he was that good. He was gonna be the favorite for the twenty fourteen derby, which was uh let me look that up quick. Who won the twenty fourteen derby? That was the year before um, what's his face? American Pharaoh. Uh oh, that bitch California Chrome. He would have wiped the floor with. Uh, I fucking hated that horse. I hated, I hated California it, hated, Chrome, man. What it. a bitch horse. I hated the owners. Yeah, <laughs> Victor Espinoza was on him. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah. I mean, that's my logic. That's it. I'm max player, and then I'll throw. I mean, I'll, I guess I'll throw. Well, the thing is, betting the exotics with the bookie, you're not going to get the like, great payoff. No, probably it's true. Yeah. So I don't even know if it's worth. I don't even know if it's worth doing that. I might just try and go all in on a couple wind bets.
1: Where are OTBs open? What's the closest state? Massachusetts. Are there OTBs even in Massachusetts? I don't know. New York, because there's no way. Phase one. No, New York York is phase one. Does
0: New York even have OTBs?
1: Yeah, we've been. We were at one. We're at Falls.
0: Oh, I was talking about the city.
1: No, I just been New York, New York State in general is the closest one. Oh, New York one.
0: State, I doubt those are open. Jersey, yeah, Atlantic City is like closed.
1: Yeah, I well, Jersey, New York probably no. you it's got it's got to be Connecticut, Rhode Island. Connecticut's uh, not allowed to
0: open, so it's not Connecticut.
1: Well, maybe upstate New York. I can see upstate New York having some stuff open. Yeah, you gotta let those guys bet. I mean, come on. But the Belmont, has got to, yeah. I don't want to. Do, that's why I thought, yeah.
0: like we talked about, like a month ago on the show, uh, phase two was originally supposed to be Saturday, June twentieth. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh, the, the day of the Belmont and OTBs were originally supposed to open. I was like, oh, it's perfect timing, man. That's 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 like the politicians or whoever makes the decisions having a little bit of like self awareness, but yeah. Right. And, then, and then and then it ends up getting pushed back <laughs> another month. It's like. I mean, everyone's gonna figure out a way to place a place a bet one way or another. It's just it been would have been a nice, it would have been a nice like opening day seeing the guys again, you know. Seeing I the wouldn't crew. mind.
1: I wouldn't mind just taking a little. If there's something within driving distance, like under two hours, I wouldn't mind doing a little ride on Saturday just to go place a place a couple of bets. You know, to stay there and watch. I'd say like go on, like ten o'clock in the morning, get there when they open. Yeah, bet the then, first, uh,
0: bet the first race, and bet the Belmont. Maybe a second race.
1: You know? Yeah, well, whatever. We were in the parking lot for a couple hours. <laughs> we drove, drove all the way. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so though. I don't think there's any. Uh, I don't even think there's
0: any around within a couple hours. We got to find something.
1: If we could do something, we could do a show from an from outside an no TV. Oh, it'd be terrific. All right, we'll look into it. <laughs> all right, that's like, something. Something to do. Um, what was I going to say? I think. Thought, thought Oh, that that horse Sole Sol, oh solo mio, solo mm-hmm. Uh was at Gulfstream Park. That might actually take me back a notch on Gulfstream. He was traveling. My big fan of that. Could have jet lag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, it's five four five forty two p.m. post time. Right yeah, so? a little
0: earlier this year. Usually it's like an hour later, but uh, yeah, a little early, a little early post time. I think the first race start goes off at eleven forty five.
1: Nice early nice. start time. Get nice. your eggs
0: ready. Make a little omelet. It's real. Well, that's brunch time. That's yeah,
1: it's brunch time right yeah. there. Uh
0: so yeah, so who know we don't know what to expect. Nothing to expect. Who's gonna win? What the broadcast is gonna feel like. Bob Costas is gonna be there. I don't know.
1: Costas has to be there, right? You'd think so, yeah. Eddie O. Oh, yeah, old check. He loves yeah. the big horse guy.
0: Oh, yeah. If, if there's one guy, none of these guys are experts, but Eddie, I would go with, uh, listen to Eddie O. You
1: would take Eddie O over uh, Paul Duca? Yes. 1,000%. How bad? And I, and I would take both those guys over. Uh, Brad Thomas? his name?
0: Yeah. He will be on the fan tomorrow at 6 I'm, p.m. I
1: yeah I do like listening to him to him but he yeah. is and has been of our, if for any about six listen, years. If
0: any of our listeners listen to Brad Thomas before listening to Sunday Poor, you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like listening to Brad Thomas because he gets so in depth, man. He's so each into horse, it. Each horse, yeah, each he horse. He could he's tell going. you every. He could tell you what every horse had for breakfast the last month. <laughs> he's just so into it. Um, and, and I do like that he, he likes to give out, like, somewhat of a long shot. He's not going to tell you that the favorite's going to win.
1: Yeah, I do like the long – yeah, that's why yeah. he's – he's, and he's hit. I mean, he, has, he hasn't hit in, like, six years, but he is hit. Yeah, place. it's been at least
0: six years. He hit, like, a, he hit a big exacta for the Derby, I think, one year. Yeah, yep. and I, yeah. And I've been listening ever since, like, hanging on his word, and he, every word, and he
1: hasn't done <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> I'm a loyalist who's never won a dime with him. Yeah,
0: <laughs> jumped out at the wrong time. But, yeah, Eddie, Eddie O is pretty good. If I had to pick, like, one guy that I listen to with picks, not that I'm hanging on every word that he says either, but he gives out his picks, like, during the uh, during the broadcast, like, for the – not just the Belmont, but for the undercard, he he usually does pretty well. That's one thing I miss about no NHL playoffs, man, because he'd be doing the games right now. And like Doc Emrick, you know, a week before the Belmont, leading up, you know, the week leading up, he'd be like, "Who are you like in the Belmont?" And he'd tip his hand a little bit, maybe not give too much info, but uh, yeah. Instead, I'm standing on a black screen right now in my basement. <laughs> it
1: fucking sucks. All right. Yeah. Well, we got something look. We got something to watch on Saturday. Your screen will not be black. Your screen screen will be bright mm-hmm. of you know, the green of the infield, the brown of the dirt. Horses chugging along. <laughs> I paint a nice picture for you there. Yeah, you man. Like it, it, it?
0: Hey, <laughs> hey, man. It's just uh, ha- haven't looked forward to. I mean, since March Madness, probably we're looking forward to that. But in terms of sporting events, uh, definitely this will be a. Uh, it'll be a. It'll it'll be a nice little change of pace. It'll be a nice little, uh, you know, checkpoint during this whole thing. Hopefully, sports are on the way. You know, cross our fingers. Uh, it'll be a nice day where it'll, it'll try and feel somewhat normal in these times.
1: Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. Well, that pretty much wraps it up. But I got one thing I want to bring up to you. I was thinking about this. This is something that I can, might spend, and it'll be coming back. I'll be doing uh one-way conversation at some point. Uh, uh, again, I will You know, I used to do them like every week, and we started do, or every day. But when we started doing this show, I kind of mixed it up, so we weren't releasing shows in the same day. At some point, I'll be back doing that. I went back to work, um, for the first time, again. The past couple of days, uh, working from home. Next week. I'll be back at work a week after uh-huh. in the office and at some point. I'll have to get back into it. I'm not, I'm in no rush. We do, we do. We've been doing a, a little bit of a role here, doing a pretty good job with these shows, but, uh, you'll be getting those 20 minute snippets. This is something I think I would have brought up on that show. Okay. I want, I want to run and by you, uh, get your ideas. I think we need a name for this. Now, you know, when you put like the radio on, you're skimming through the radio
0: uh-huh.
1: and you get, and you get to a song and there's that, I don't know. It could be like three seconds or four seconds, depending on the song. Where you're trying to figure out if it's the beginning of the song or the end of the song. Yep. And there's gotta be to be a name for like that feeling uh, when you're in like that limbo there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. And there's there's definitely definitely a name for that disappointment when it's the fucking end of the song. And you're like, ah shit, that was uh, the end of Scenes from a Italian Restaurant. <laughs> and uh, you know, it, it, you're in for either eight minutes of greatness or just your disappointment that you didn't change the channel eight minutes ago. Uh, so I don't the, know. we I don't, gotta come up with a name for when you. We don't have when to. It's I the end. Well, is it the company? I don't know if there's a name for the for like that actual that limbo feeling or that limbo moment. There's a name for that itself, or there's is a there's is there a name for when it fucks you and it's the wrong fucking and it's the, it's the wrong timing, the bad timing, and it's the wrong and it's uh, the end of the song. I don't know because I, uh, I put it on the radio. I was skimming to the radio this morning, and uh, Crazy in Love was on, and I oh the Jay Z verse coming up. Here we go. You ready for it. And then Beyoncé just kept, so, kept saying, looking so crazy. Your love has got me looking so crazy. I'm like, all right, let's get to it. And then eventually, like the third time, I was like, no, nope, this is it. It's, it's it. over. I missed it. Yeah, never, like I, won't, in, I won't hear this uh, song on the radio for another year.
0: It's like you're in FM Purgatory.
1: FM Purgatory, yeah. yeah. <laughs> radio, radio nowhere. That's what radio, radio nowhere
0: Yeah, there it is. I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, you can't shut it off.
1: You're, no, you you're can't. kind of, you're no, kind of
0: yeah. stuck you, you know, you're locked in but you're uh, I don't know sometimes it's just an uphill uphill battle it's probably not
1: next song always disappoints too it never lives up to the hype
0: yeah that's the thing too because you you also if it's the end you want to hang in there and see what comes on next
1: you can catch that yeah. from the beginning yeah you yeah. never live up because you wanted that song so bad next song's gonna be just shit
0: no and then when it goes to the commercial you just start you're like fuck you
1: Cocksuckers. You ever do that? Oh, ever yeah. do that? Well, I do that all the time, man. Uh, and they get back on. And then the DJ starts talking. And he's like, oh, all day. This is, you know. That that was uh, that was uh, Elton John and uh, Rocket and Rocket Man and, uh, and
0: that brings us back to 1980 interview with Elton
1: John where he
0: talked about what those <laughs> lyrics. meant. it's like, oh fuck you. Uh, now it's just gonna
1: be you talking. Come on.
0: Yeah, I, I I I I mean I've been listening to a lot more FM than I haven't just 'cause I mean sports talk radio is just there's nothing there's no reason really right now. Those guys um, are
1: yeah, in a yeah. rough spot, man. It, it is
0: tough. And,
1: uh, yeah, I definitely, <laughs> I find, myself,
0: I can... I definitely find myself cursing at, because I listen to, the, the my go-to is The Whale, 102.9. And okay. sometimes they even, like, they, they go in-depth about these classic rock bands and these interviews. And I'm like, all right, guy, fuck it. And I just turn the station <laughs> off in frustration.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was flipping this morning and, uh, I heard, a, I heard a, tune I recognized. I was like, "Oh, I'm like, oh my God, that's that's Daniel, Elton John, Daniel." Yep, good song. And then, it, but it wasn't Elton John. It was, it was Wilson Phillips doing Daniel.
0: Really? And I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." I thought they that's only had one song, Wilson Phillips. <laughs> uh, I, I can't even I can't even think of the name of it. Hold up, hold on. Oh, hold on, yeah. Oh, from Harold uh, and from, Kumar. Exactly, yeah. I thought they would just had one one album, the Harold and Kumar uh, going White capital soundtrack. I
1: was like, what the hell am I listening to? And I don't know why... I don't know why they would record it. Is it four? Maybe it was yeah. four, like a show or something. Because you know those shows always use covers instead of the actual...
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh... have you ever heard... The phone tap that they do on one of the... I don't know which station it is ninety five seven or one hundred one. Oh, you yeah, not heard a phone tap? You yeah, haven't heard a phone tap in a while? But yeah, heard and, phone taps. How do these? These are all like cheating husbands. They get like how are these guys falling
1: for this? Are they wait really? That's, That's what that, they get. They get cheating husbands. Oh, see, the, oh, see the phone taps. I remember are like uh, they have like an appointment with the plumber, and the and the and the plumber came over, but there was like. <laughs> They they called the a guy at work and the plumber's like yeah I could I fucked it up and uh, the there's what the bathroom was filling with water the bat the basement is filling with water I I don't know what to do can you come home and the guy's like flipping out They're on the other end ah oh, those are funny have... man those are those yeah, are those it's... are funny and che- those are cheeky shenanigans man yeah. I mean <laughs> oh, the one <laughs> wait, what cheeky shenanigans yeah what the hell did you did you start drinking Bodigans over there or something <laughs> The, the super troopers line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the shenanigans that these people are pulling nowadays are just cruel.
1: Yeah. No, Get, you're cheating. I mean,
0: you're... I mean, the husband's a thousand percent blame, but part of me is like, are these real? How are they getting these guys every time? I mean, what the ah, thing geez. is, is they call up this, they call up like this guy and, and the wife's on the other line being able to mm-hmm. it, And yeah. she, she suspects him of cheating with uh, you okay. know, someone from work or whatever. And they they say like, hey, um, you won a f- uh, dozen roses, free bouquet of flowers you can send to anybody. Uh, I mean, how oh, are you no. falling for that, man? And they always send it to the girlfriend. Yeah, what? Like, this sounds, this. I mean, this sounds like a radio stunt, man. I I have to yeah, tell actually, because
1: it's so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable listening to it. If if somebody if somebody called me, tell me I won a dozen roses. I would fucking hang up on them. <laughs> you would think yeah. it was complete bullshit. Like there's got yeah. to be some catch.
0: I, I'm I'm gonna like, yeah, somehow I'm going to be out a hundred dollars somehow after this. After this yeah, cold cold. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like how bullshit. are you falling for that, man? And Jesus Christ, guy, send them to your wife, man.
1: Just send yeah, them to your Christ wife, safe. man.
0: Buy your buy your mistress the flowers.
1: He yeah, no with with <laughs> cat with cash, cash, no, no paper no, trail. No this, receipt. I, man, my God, this
0: guy's giving out his mistress's name over the like. What are you, an idiot? Who the
1: Who the <laughs> hell is Melissa? And she pops yeah, that's song. exactly the exactly
0: the same every time, which makes me think it's just not real. That can't
1: be real. They keep doing it. It can't be. No, it can't be. It's it's ridiculous. Nah. Yeah, that's yeah like da- like daughters clung up their fathers, tell them that that they're pregnant and they're like sixteen. Oh uh, yeah, see yeah, right the that ones shit. I
0: always hear are the exact same. So I yeah, I, I haven't heard any of those. Uh, that sounds personally. that's
1: cruel as a as a father. <laughs> that's fucking cruel. <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah, that is pr- that is pretty bad. But like, it's still not as bad as breaking up a marriage. No. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's for yeah. They must they must wait outside the the like the courthouse at the divorce court and she'd be like, hey, do you guys want to earn $25? <laughs> You're know, yeah. going through a rough time right now. You want to make light of your miserable situation right now? Yeah. And, it, yeah, sure. It has to be. It has to be. Yeah. Who the fuck is Tammy? I want to know that fucking skank Tammy is.
0: No, a lot of times it's like I knew it. I knew it.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the guy's says- just... And the guy's just stuttering along, and it's always they always I, give
0: the name of like the the woman that the wife suspects. It's like, uh, you know, Karen from work or something. And it's like, Karen who do you want? Who, <laughs> who do you Who do you want to give these flowers to, Karen? It's like, come on, man,
1: this is oh no, the she a, she did a great job last week uh, at yeah. the presentation. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I actually yeah. heard
0: I actually heard one one time where the, the um, woman said she was tipped off by a coworker of his and it's like i mean i'm not saying i'm not saying you should be cheating on your wife that that's right but i i i could never like tip someone off like that. you can't get involved in someone's marriage like that tipping off the wife on facebook or something <laughs> that's like, yeah you gotta I mean, stay like, if you see that you just gotta like turn the other way it's not my not you know not my problem
1: yeah, cause you don't. Yeah, I said, "Mind your own fucking business." That's right. I mean, I understand, like the, the you want to help somebody, but you don't know what's going on in that marriage. I'm not saying it's an open marriage, but there's p- people's lives are their own fucking thing, man. Like, I, you know, don't go
0: out. Of, don't go out of your way unless you're like a, unless you like the,
1: unless you're like the person's friend or something. You know, that's, dip- like, I yeah, know. that's different. Yeah, <laughs> you just don't, uh, I don't know. Yeah, obviously, it's obviously. It's wrong to the guy's doing it, but I, I don't know. I, I don't. It just feels weird to interject yourself in the people's lives like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably you're not close. Made to up
0: bullshit story anyway. So you're
1: but, not close so. to the people anyway. So yeah. Uh, well,
0: people weird, like so. to you know people like to inject people like to inject themselves
1: in yeah, people's that's a lives no, yeah. and that's that's good It's true. You know, There's a lot more. Give people them, out they there give there themselves like
0: that. a little excitement, man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they could go home, pat themselves in the back. for are doing a great job. Yeah,
0: they can't wait to go home and tell what? their significant other. Guess what I found out.
1: That's all yeah. it is. It's just a story. It's yeah. a story to tell. Meanwhile, the there's, meanwhile, there's like three kids at home asking where daddy is because he's sleeping yeah. in the fucking Motel 6. Yeah. That's what you did. That's Except what you, you did. You a lot. Co- you fucking co-worker. That's what you just did. Yeah. Yeah, I busted his... I nailed his ass good. <laughs> yeah, well... You go over there and play catch with the kids, dickhead. Yeah, yeah.
0: You tell, you tell, know, tell just, him to keep his back it, elbow. It's too up, much, but too too, little, that's
1: probably that's why too much
0: collateral damage. Like I,
1: I couldn't do it.
0: Right. It's yeah, technically you're not the one breaking up the marriage because it's the guy doing that. Yeah. You know, the the whore yeah. that he's paying or whatever. Yeah. Just like it's still a little, a little bit of blood on your hands. A, a little. Bit. Yeah, I'd feel, I'd feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it, if it's someone very close to you, okay, but co-worker, come on, co-worker. Yeah, but, like, what if you do something and- Is there then, any like, coworker? You, if... Come on, of all the people you work with, if you what knew if they you were said... doing something shady, like, you wouldn't f- seek out their wife.
1: Honey. What if this, what, what this guy's a lunatic, and, like, she na- like, you tip her off, she na- she'd, like, planned something to fuck the guy over, and then he beats the shit out of her. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know, there's just too much that could go or wrong. Or worse, you- or me. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for number one, of course. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, too, it's too many what-ifs. I, I just, I can't. Yeah, like, shit. shit it's a,
0: man, like, man, one marriage to navigate is enough, man. You don't want to get involved in other people, man. There's, yeah. just, there's some... There's some toxic fucking relationships out there yeah. that you don't need to be a part of. Yeah, I,
1: I got my own fucking problems, man. Yeah. Like, it's probably best if he j- if it, it just remains a secret and hopefully he stops at some point and they get back to being miserable um, yeah. without cheating. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> yeah. I feel like whatever I say, is just gonna, it's just going to make me seem like a bigger dickhead. That's. A bigger asshole. <laughs> no, minding
0: mind your business, man. That's, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a lesson everyone should learn.
1: That's, uh, that's okay that's fair i feel better
0: yeah, not condoning the behavior
1: you just mind your business it's just yeah when you when yeah when you should interject is the answer should be no more than yes yes there are certain
0: circumstances where you do interject but not yeah. usually the answer is no all right
1: <laughs> there's your life advice right. day, doc
0: yes <laughs> turn it to love line
1: the <laughs> dark version of Loveline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll take calls the next hour here on Sunday Four. <laughs> Your calls <Yeah>. coming up. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else today yet? That's it. Uh, That's it. Maybe, maybe we'll do a little. Maybe I'll look into it. I, I just did a quick Google search. It wasn't. I couldn't find anything that might be open. There's nothing. I'm uh, pretty sure there. Oh, uh, whatever. If there's anything, I'll, I'll look up Wap. Maybe Wappinger's Falls. We can catch a bone with the Wapenters Falls opening, but I doubt it.
0: Yeah, oh,
1: that'd be great. Um, I just don't know. I feel like upstate New York is a little bit different than New York, but I think like Hudson Valley had a little bit, of, was a little bit uh, hit hard by it. So I don't, I don't know what to expect. But we'll look into it. Maybe get a surprise show from uh from an OTB parking lot on Saturday. Keep your fingers crossed. I'll keep mine crossed. And uh, yeah, follow us on where we have Twitter, yeah, and Sunday Instagram. Four, Twitter, Instagram. Yep. Thank you. I forgot our fucking handle there. <laughs> and uh, if, if not Saturday, we'll be back here next week, talk about how much we won, and uh, update you on. I don't know. I'm sure they'll still be negotiating the baseball season at that point. So have a great fucking weekend. Don't lose your ass for Belmont. Hit big. And we'll see you next time on Sunday Poor. All right, peace.